What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with the host of the Lab Coat Agents podcast, co-founder of Drunk on Social, and uh, also a guy that moonlights on the side as a loan officer. Welcome to the show, Jeff Fitzer. Thanks for having me, buddy. It's good to be in the studio. Yeah, super excited to have you on. We just got done with this amazing training that you did for people on our team and other agents in the D.C., Northern Virginia, Maryland area, and you taught for like three hours on social media, believe it or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's crazy. It used to be, you know, if you go to events, and you're, you're a big event guy, speaking slots are 45, 60 minutes tops. And this last year, it, towards the end of 2022, I had a brokerage ask me to come out and do a keynote workshop. And they said, can you do it for three hours? And I'm like, wow, that's long. But I'm like, sure, I'll build something. And ever since then, everybody wants two plus hours now. And wow. I, that shocks me because people have attention spans of a goldfish, but it works, I guess. So we don't have that long on this show. We typically <laughs> go like 25 minutes or so, 30 minutes sometimes. Uh, if you had to kind of condense what you taught in three hours to like three main points of what someone in real estate should do on social media, right? what three things should they do that they probably are not doing? Well, actually, so I start with psychology behind it and helping real estate agents understand that we are the worst spamming industry on the planet. Uh, most real estate agents are doing it all wrong. And so understanding the psychology behind what social media is, which is a social app, not a business app, and none of your consumers opened up any social media app to get a Monday market update, to get to see pictures of your awards, to see pictures of you at closings, no one, ever. And so understanding that the, that the idea behind social is to connect with humans on a human level, not selling them real estate is how you're actually going to make more conversations and turn random viewers into business. Okay, so it's not a, yeah, big picture, psychological, it's not a business platform, it's a social platform, but obviously a social platform that you're using for business, because I, I doubt you would spend time creating content on there, right, if you weren't gonna get business from it. So, it, you gotta define who your target audience is. You know, if you're into, if you're a recruiter for real estate, then you want to create content that's going to obviously resonate with a real estate agent. Right. But most realtors are not recruiters. Most real estate agents want more buyers and sellers. And so what they do on social is follow the recruiters who are putting out that information, but that's not actually their intent. And so their content is not going to get seen by the viewer that they want to see their hmm. content. Because your neighbor who you sold a house to opens up social because they're into puppy dogs or because they're into golf or gardening or baking or cooking or makeup or any of these things. And so you're not even going to, you're not even going to show up if you yeah. don't give them what they want. Well, and you mentioned recruiters, like, I guess you could probably also put real estate coaches or loan officers, yeah. right? These are all people that, and there's a lot of good ones out there with content that they're putting out content that they want real estate agents to see. But if you're a real estate agent, not a loan officer, not a coach, not recruiting your audience is the home buyer and seller so what what works for those people is not going to be the same for you is that what i'm hearing 100 percent. yeah yeah and and even then even digressing back to that the loan officer the recruiter or the team lead you know i i think that understanding what real value is is the key and let's let's use loan officers as an example because i can speak that language obviously very well 
if you go to any loan officer in any market and ask them, what is your value proposition, you're going to hear a variety of the same answer, which is, I'm super accessible, I have great programs, I will meet deadlines, I will be there for you, I will invest in your business, I will give you marketing. It's the same stuff. Right. That's their job. That's not value. And so if you are trying to get in front of agents spewing at them the latest Fannie Mae update or talking about rates being lower, they're also annoyed with that content because it's they don't care. They don't need that stuff. So if I'm a loan officer, what value can I bring an agent? Well, value is helping them grow their business. It's, it's, it's not self-serving. It's serving them. It's serving your audience. And so I think that's where we, we, we miss the point. Most mm -hmm. of us go on social and everything that we post, although we think it's value, it's actually self-serving. It's, you know, like, who cares that you want an award? That's self-serving. It's to feed your ego. Who cares that you have a new listing? That's you. It's self-serving. You know, who cares about, about a Monday market update? Nobody really does care. That's insanely boring. Even our industry doesn't care. And so you got to figure out ways to actually bring them value and talk about things that are actually going to catch their attention. And, and I know you understand this very well, that the majority of our industry, and I would say, Dan, the majority of our industry is their audience is buyers and sellers. Right. And so understanding how to get in front of them is the key because if you go on to social and 80% of your strategy, and I've seen many realtors and I go to their Instagram feed and it's just listings, 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 listings. And it's like, and, and they get no views, two views, two views, three views. Or they have, they have like 10 comments, but every person commenting is a realtor, like in the same or, or, town. Or it's a spammer on social saying promote it yeah. on. Like we get a lot of that kind of yeah. stuff. It's, it's just garbage comments or it's, just, or it's a Bitcoiner trying to sell you something, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Trading, um, trading it, platform. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, and I think the, the understanding that, it, again, we're, get inside the consumer's head. And, and I think a lot of us, we're creating more work for ourselves because it's, we're trying to figure out, well, what do I create then? And that's where I teach people. I'm like, listen, lean into who you are as a human. What do you do every single day, every single week? And just start documenting that. Put that stuff out there you're going to end up relating and connecting with more people who have a similarity who, go, who are going to follow you for that, not mm -hmm. real estate. And then when you do post on real estate, it's going to, it's going to fall onto their feed. They're still not going to engage it, but they're going to remember. Right. And that's when you start to have those conversations where people say, I love you because of X, Y, Z, because you're a golfer, because you're runner, first runner, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I also know you're a realtor and I want to use you because I just feel connected to you. Yeah. I think that's, that's a, a pretty good um, way to think about it is like, what what can I do that's post that's interesting, shows insight to me, but then every now and then remind them that I'm an agent. I think another another problem I see with real estate agents is they don't they don't post enough. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, I'm glad you said that. So that would be one of the three for sure. Yeah, understanding the consistency is the key. Uh, you know. You've probably heard this before, but roughly 10% of your audience is seeing each of your posts. And so most of us, we, we get consumed with that one. I think that's high. Probably very high. Yeah. But let's just use 10%. Sure. And so you spend hours, days, weeks perfecting the perfect video, the perfect caption, the perfect hashtags, the perfect image. And then only 10% of your audience is going to see it anyway, probably 2 or 3%. And when all the while you should have just been worried about getting content out every single day, posting every single Cause day. Because if, if you make five, maybe of that 10% each time it sees it, maybe 9% total is different. Yeah. So now, yeah. even if it's the same kind of content, yeah. they, it's not like a bunch of people saw it twice. Yeah. 
you connected to half your audience instead of 10% because you did it five times. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's trying to build a cadence to where you can post every single day. I mean, I, I tell my audiences that my Cornerstone platform, and I suggest a Cornerstone platform is Instagram. And the reason is, is because you're killing two birds with one stone. You're connecting to, you can connect to Facebook. And I know everybody will say, well, I'm on Facebook already, so why can't I just connect to Instagram? And you can, but the reason why I suggest Instagram is because Instagram is far more innovative. It's right. got more technology, it's got more tools, it's a TikTok copycat. And so if you use Instagram as your platform, it's gonna make you and force you to be a better creator. So now your content's gonna improve. And, and then you're killing two birds with one stone because posting to Facebook, because you just toggle that little button, right? right. And now you're, you're basically doubling your reach. And, and so I, I tell everyone, I'm like, focus on your reels and focus on your stories. That's where you should be spending all your time. And so get yourself into a cadence to where creating one reel a week is easy. Because mm. that, once that happens, then you'll be able to go to two. And before you know it, you'll be at three to four. And now, now you're, you're, you're tapping into their feed consistently. But then you can share that feed or that reel to your story. And I tell everyone to post your story every single day. Because where do stories show up on social? At the top. Right. So even if you don't go into your stories, even if the consumer doesn't go into their stories, if you have a, feed, a story post every day, you're increasing the odds that your bubble and your name is mm. showing up at the top when they open up the ad. It's like a billboard. You just drive by. It's the same thing. So when someone's open social, I'm not going to the stories, but I see Jeff Fisher. And then I start scrolling again. I open it up the next day. There's Jeff Fisher's bubble again. It's just subliminal. It's no different than a billboard, and we've been using and paying for billboards for how many years? And this is free. Yeah, that's wild to think about. So psychology of it, right? Why we do it, what we post is one thing. Consistency. Yep. What would be number three thing that you think realtors should do that they're not doing? They should, they should use what's working. Mm. So as we get into the platforms now, understand what the platform's pushing. And so... Right now, uh, some of the techniques that are working really, really well are, for example, in Instagram, it's called Remix. You know, if you, if you have a video, just if you go to your feed. Copycat of TikTok's duet. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, 100%. Yep. And so it's a very simple, if you go into your feed, there's a picture, there's a video. You click the little three buttons on the right. It opens up a menu. You hit Remix. It'll put a side-by-side -side camera. You'll be sitting there side-by-side -side with that video, and all you do is just sit there and react to it. You don't say anything. You don't do anything. You just sit there. And we have seen more average creators have videos mm. explode. And it's just creating more eyeballs. And it's bringing more followers into you. It's bringing, and it's just, it's an easy way to create content. And uh, so that's one of them. Green screen is one of our favorites right now. It's, it's an effect. Uh, it's very simple. You don't need to have a, a green screen. Uh, it, it automatically does it. You choose, you snip a picture of like a news article. You choose a green screen. The news article will be right behind you. And then you just stand there and point and talk about it. It's so easy to create content, and you can niche it down to be real estate news. It can be local news, and it's just a way. And local news is the best because now the algorithm is going to put two and two together because it knows who's in your community, and it's going to increase the odds now of showing that content mm. to the people that could be your consumers. Just talk about what's going on in the news. Yeah, I've seen a lot of good um, green screen news things, and you can kind of put controversial headlines and just talk about both sides without without picking one like i've seen tristan do that oh, a yeah. lot oh yeah <laughs> she's got to be an intentional it's, it's strategy working like crazy yeah. for him yeah exactly and it's so easy to create that's the thing it's like it takes like five minutes yeah, to make if that. Yeah. yeah i mean it's like when you create a video nowadays it's like there's a process to it it's setting up the camera and then and then when you download the video you probably got to do some editing to it and then you need to add some captions to it and all this stuff and these videos are so easy and they're working right now. I'll, 
That's right now. Six months from now, it might change. Right. But you got to lean into what's working right now. And like, or, or I'll give you another example. Everybody knows what an effect is, right? You could choose an effect and I'll have like these big googly eyes or I can be an avatar. It's super hokey. But here's the challenge that I make to people. I'm like, if you're doing talking head content now, shoot a talking head video one week. The next week, along the same lines, not the same video, just do something along the same lines, but make yourself a goofy avatar. Make yourself, give yourself a filter, a goofy filter, and just watch and see which one performs the best. Mm. It's gonna be the same type of content, <laughs> but you watch. If, and I know a lot of professionals are thinking to themselves, that's not professional. Well, listen, you decide, do you want to tap into a larger yeah, audience or do you want to stay in a very tight lane? It's, it's your choice. Uh, I want to take my chance. Especially like if you look at the future of your business, I've noticed, you know, in the dashboard for my Instagram followers, like most of them are a lot younger than me, like yeah. 25 to 35, right? And um, you know, it's a good point. That's that's the future of your business. Like when you look at traditional media advertising, they're they're always concerned about you know how it's doing in the younger age groups because they know those are the people that are coming up and buying power and and yeah maybe it doesn't look professional to the person who was working in the 80s but yeah. we're not in the 80s anymore right yeah i mean and that's the thing is is yeah, i'm glad you brought that up so for those of you in real estate you probably already know this like if you look at the patterns of past generations and home buying there's a spike in each generation right around high 20s low 30s every generation except millennials and now Gen Z is on their way. So what's gonna happen? Are millennials just gonna stay on the sidelines forever or are they eventually going to buy? And so th the point that I make to my audiences is this, like I get it, the traditional ways of prospecting still work and I'm not telling you to replace them, keep doing it to add social, but here's what happens. When that millennial generation and Gen Z pops, you and I both know we're gonna have a massive real estate boom. Are you gonna be prepared to attract mm. that audience? Because here's the deal, Dan, if you think, and I know my generation says this, my partner says this all the time, just pick up the damn phone, just call people. Well, guess what? That generation, you're invading their privacy. They don't want you to call them. They don't even wanna be texted. You better meet them where they wanna be met. They wanna be met through DM. They want to get to know you through social before they decide if they're gonna hire you. Yeah. And it's different. And you know, I know I go, it goes against what all the big real estate coaches say. And those real estate coaches aren't wrong in what they're teaching you, but those real estate coaches' messages is gonna have to evolve. And you guys know who I'm talking about. But those messages are going to have to evolve over the next coming years because I know what they say. Like, pick up the damn phone, just do the traditional thing. You were telling me about a, a video earlier where somebody said, here's your social strategy. Yeah. And, and it's- No, it was AI. And it was AI. It was AI, it was how to, how to use AI to get more yeah. loans. It yeah. was like, Pick up, step one, pick up the damn phone, call realtors. Step two, yeah. say these certain things. Step three, get business. Step yeah. four, play with AI for fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I, that's a whole nother topic, but, it's a, but the, and you know what? You, that's another great point. So AI, how fast, like, let's rewind the clock 30 years when computers came in and, and our grandpas were saying, we're not using that stupid machine. Now we carry this stupid machine in our pocket. We don't, and if we leave the house without it, we freak out. Yeah. AI came, we were talking about AI at the beginning of 2022, not sure what it was gonna be. Here we are, all of a sudden, AI's infiltrated our world. By the end of this year, AI is gonna be like second nature. We're gonna look back and be like, what was life like without it? And by the end of this year, there's gonna be something else in our world that we didn't see coming. It's coming so damn fast right now. So the speed of change is faster than it was before. Insane. A lot faster. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
and I think the, the early the earliest adopters will reap the biggest rewards with that mm. stuff. And honestly, I mean, speaking of those same coaches, I'm not going to name any names, but those coaches who embrace that stuff and start teaching that stuff sooner will be the ones that thrive. And my, it might be new coaches that we don't even know about yet. Yeah, that's uh, a, a great point. I think you know we the, the speed of change is just beyond what. Like, you know, the Industrial Revolution took, what, like 100 years, and then computers, 30 years, and now AI, who yeah. knows? Yeah. Certainly, uh, I would actually separate before AI, you know, the computer industry, that was 30, 40 years in the making, and then social media it was probably like five to 10 years in the making, like, so like AI could be like a year or AI two. Was, AI is actually, I would argue, it's been <coughs> months, yeah. because that was the, that was, I know what you're talking about. They said the industrial revolution took 250 years to reach remote areas. Right. AI took three months. It's just the speed of how everything's happening. And so it's crazy. It's scary as hell. And you have two choices. Look at it and be scared or look at it and say, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to run with it. Otherwise a robot's going to take your job. Hmm. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah. What do you think, uh, you know, if you're a real estate agent out there, you're having success with door knocking, cold calling, these old methods, um, you're not saying abandon that, right? You're just saying, like, learn the new stuff. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, because if, let's just say you decided, I'm going to farm a neighborhood. And mm -hmm. if you farmed a neighborhood and you did it for six months, what do you think the results are going to be? Probably nothing, right? Yeah. It takes time, right? You might get lucky. Just like on social, you might post something and get lucky. You might get lucky and somebody it's gets your post. the second out. six months, you'll see, like, 5x possibility return yeah. but, but the first six months. most people that coach on farming say it's a good two three years yeah like so you really feel it and honestly it's the same thing with buying leads buying leads what are most leads long-term yeah 90 percent or more than six months if they even months. answer the damn yeah. phone right and so and social is the same way so this is not going to replace what you do now but it might replace it in two to three years now i'm this is mm -hmm. me all I do anymore is social because I all I do is attract business. I never cold call on anybody. I don't chase anyone. They all come to me. And I know because I'm I'm constantly marketing myself and but it took several years to get to this point. I didn't I didn't like abandon the stuff I was doing. So keep doing what you're doing, but but stop looking at social as an entertaining extra and look at it as a prospecting tool, because it is. Who do you think it's harder to pick up? Like Using social and real estate, do you think the new agent struggles with it more or the experienced agent? Both in yeah. different ways, to be honest. I mean, the younger agent is, they're, they're, they are more accepting of technology because right. they grew up with it. For, so for them, editing a video is second nature. For an older agent, doing something like that is like trying to learn how to speak Chinese. It's, yeah. it's out of their comfort zone. But I think even younger agents, because I was talking to some here at your office, and they say the same thing but different like and all of them have the same message i'm worried or concerned about what people will think mm. and the older you get the less you care i think the older you get the less it's just harder to embrace technology so i think for the younger generation they're worried about what people think you got to get over that like first of all nobody really cares anymore they only care about themselves and even then if if they you're going to get made fun of by your friends i still get made fun of by my friends but they also recognized over the years that holy crap, this really works. Uh, it's your friend's duty to make fun of you. That's their job. <laughs> uh, but but that's that. They're not most people. If they if they cut you down, that's just their own insecurity. They're not going to do what you're doing. I was telling somebody this earlier that uh, if your competition is cutting you down, 
that is their way of saying, I want you to stop doing this because I'm not going to do it and I'm threatened. Right. And so they want to basically just push you out by being an asshole. I, w- I would look at it as like a badge of honor, you know, if you're, yeah, I agree. If you're putting out stuff that is eliciting responses, negative or positive from your competitors, like you're doing, you. it, you're doing something you're, right. Yeah. Yeah. I tell, I, I say that all the time. I'm like the minute that people stop, the, the minute that people stop questioning what I'm doing means I've stopped doing it. And this means I've stopped innovating. Right. I want people to always be questioning what I'm doing because it means they don't they don't understand and I want to stay in that zone. It means I'm innovating. And the minute they understand what I'm doing means I stopped innovating. And yeah, I mean I want people to always be questioning. Yeah, I think that's part of it. If you want to build a big audience and have influence, you're you're clearly gonna have a tribe that loves you and a, as well as a smaller group hopefully that that that, that wants to throw stones at you. That's that's a sign of success. It is. <laughs> it's you're one million percent correct. Yeah, the more successful you get, the bigger the target gets on your back. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you on the show today. If people want to connect with you or learn more about the different ways you know you have to offer to help agents and people on social media, how should they do that? Um, social is probably best. Uh, I'll give you my cell phone too, but you can you can DM me on any platform. Um, I'm most engaged on Instagram, but uh, I'm checking them all. LinkedIn least, uh, but I'm there. Uh, but I would say fa- I would say li- I would say Instagram or Facebook are probably the best. You can text me 314-220-4945. I don't mind giving that out because very few people actually take take me up on that. But I don't mind. Uh, I check my text probably more than anything. So. If you really truly want to reach out and know how we can help, because we do we do coaching, we do brand management, um, we do all that stuff. So happy to help. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show, and to all of our listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. Please leave us some feedback, share this with other real estate agents that you think would get a benefit from listening or watching, and we'll see you next time.